Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number three of the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by myself, Ben Wyatt. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you guys can hear me a lot clearer than you did in episodes number one and two. And that is because I have got a new fancy brand new microphone courtesy of Amazon Australia. Thank you very much for the great service and I hope this microphone lasts a lot longer than the other one did and works a lot better. So apologies for the poor audio that you might have experienced in the first two episodes. I will be re-recording them for future listeners. So not ideal, especially from all the research that I did when looking at creating a podcast Having poor audio is the number one attribute that people switch off from your podcast. So a lesson learned and uh, moving on, it'll be a lot clearer. So I hope you guys have had a good week. Uh, Currently recording this on Saturday morning while my daughter is asleep and my dog is having a nap right in front of me. So lots has been happening. Um, I have recently moved to a new job a couple of weeks into this new role and loving it so really excited to have joined this company that I've known for a few years and when they approached me to talk about this new department that they want to set up to help grow the business in many different ways I could not say no and There's been no regrets so far and the future looks very exciting. So it will only help with this podcast. I'll be being introduced to new people that I've not met in the industry as well as touch on people that I do know and yeah, try and get them involved along the way so that you guys understand all the headaches, the highs and the lows of what it takes to get a product from an idea all the way to the shelf and make it stay on the shelf. So yeah, there'll be interviews, um, well, I'm planning interviews as we speak so that there's some cool brands out there so that you guys understand the story behind the foods you eat and what is involved in these brands and how they stay alive and a few hints and tips so that you uh, you can enjoy um, the process along the way too. So enough of me and my microphone and new role. Uh, you're here to learn about a huge importance uh, that you'll come across in the retail world. And that is called the buyer. Um, you've sold your product at the farmer's market, you've done very well, or you've created a product and you want to skip the farmer's market and you've done a few online sales and now you want to get it in more hands. And there's no way around this. You will be meeting many buyers along the way, uh, also known as category managers or decision makers or ego boosters, um, whatever you want to call them. They are the gatekeeper to your success and they are the gatekeeper to get your product on the shelf. And 
every kind of outlet, whether it's a health store, whether it's a big retailer, or whether it's a online distributor, etc., all have buyers. They are the decision makers. They are the ones that need to make sure that their category is making more money than it did last year. And they are the ones that want the new products that will make them uh, a lot of money. And you need to support them along the way. And there are many shapes and forms of buyers. Some are fantastic. Some I have met some of the nicest people um, in the world who are buyers. And I've also met some absolute dicks who are buyers. So be be prepared. Um, the best thing you can do is get on with the buyers. Um, they are important and they are um, the big influence in making sure that your product gets into that store. If you don't want to, if you don't like the buyer, then you can say goodbye to getting your product into that outlet uh, and move on to the next one. But what I want to do today is discuss my 13 hints and tips as to how you can get the best from your buyer meetings and also how you can improve the chances of your product getting a little bit further than if you didn't use these hints and tips. So enjoy. Number one is quite simple. Make a good first impression so that it has a long-lasting effect. Your first impression with the buyer is important. It is hugely important. It's the way that you're going to get that meeting so that you can get to the next stage. So don't send generic emails to buyers. Make sure you understand what they are after. Make sure that your email has no spelling mistakes. It contains the information that is needed, but not too much information so that they're getting drowned in attachments, etc. Keep it short, sweet and simple. And I have to tell you now, you're probably not going to get a response from everyone straight away. So don't be put off. They have hundreds of emails coming in left, right and center from people who are presenting, who are wanting to present new ideas and new concepts, plus the headaches of their day-to-day jobs. So send them an email and make sure you keep following up. And if you do have their number, send them a text or send them a phone call, but just make sure that they're not being rude. Uh, Some are, but not all the time. They're just busy, so they will not be getting back to you straight away. So just make sure that everything from a first impression is spot on. On non-stop, from the moment they get in to the moment that they leave. If they do leave, uh, some of them uh, I know of uh, never seem to switch off and never seem to be out of the office. So they are always working on something. They have more headaches than good news. So just expect that your category manager might not have all the time in the world for you to present a two-hour presentation on your product. You are more likely to have a 30-minute meeting booked in After many emails, many phone calls, and you might have to wait a few weeks or months uh, for this meeting, but you will have an opportunity roughly around 30 minutes to present. 
One thing you need to expect is them to be late. They are going from meeting to meeting. So that therefore means you will have around 20 minutes to impress. So make sure that your presentations are precise. You have all the information. And most importantly, you are not late to this meeting. The most important thing I would say is get there early, get yourself prepared and just wait. If this project for you is as important as I believe it is um, to everyone, um, you will get there an hour beforehand, even the day beforehand. Just make sure you get there before so that it's not you that's running late and you are missing out on the opportunity to present. Number three, when you do present and you are presenting your new range and new product, do not waste that 20 minutes talking about your factory. It is one of the most common things that I used to see when dealing with suppliers is they had the 30-minute meeting, which turned out to be 20 minutes after everyone had done small talk and a few delays. And then the first 10 slides of the presentation was all about how big the factory was. Also, the buyers don't care about your certifications as in HACCP or BRC. Leave that for future talk and leave that for the technologists. The buyers want to know why should they be selling your product? What are you going to do differently to what's currently on the shelf? And how are you going to bring in more money than what else is on the market? So just have that clear in your head. You want to know your costs. You want to know the margins. You want to know what promotional activity you'll be providing the category manager. We can go into all this later in podcasts, but you just need to have the basics as to why is my product going to make it on the shelf what will come off um, because there's only so much space on that shelf. So what products will be replacing my product? Um, and why is your product the one for that category manager? So just make sure you have a think about that and have all the details to hand. Number four, follow-up. Always make sure that you follow up on meetings and phone calls and emails just don't leave it to one. They will not get back to you because it's not their in, it's not their interest to get back to you. You need to push from your side. So make sure you just keep pushing. Um, and yeah, you're gonna have to be leaving several emails and several voice calls. And that leads me into number five. They probably won't listen to your voicemails. So. Don't leave 20 voicemails and start getting angry on the 18th, 19th, 20th one because, yeah, they might just not be listening to them. So use use it in your interest to just keep following up. They will get back to you. Um, and, yeah, just be patient. One thing that you need to get into your head is that you may build yourself up a relationship with a certain buyer and then they change. So you will then have to start all over again. It is frustrating. It happens in every industry and every different market. But the thing you need to stay is patient. You 
won't be getting a product in. It's very unlikely that you'll be getting a product in straight away. You need to just make sure you persevere, persist, and make sure that you're building relationships up so that they hopefully pass on the information to the next buyer or they uh, may meet you in the future in a different category. So always keep a clear head, be patient, and yeah, fingers crossed you have a buyer that lasts more than six months, but be prepared for changes along the way. Expect an email anytime. These can happen at 10 p.m. They can happen at 2 a.m. A buyer doesn't really switch off. They are driven. They are motivated. They are in that position because they are hardworking and they will be working all hours of the day. Their days are normally filled up with back-to-back meetings, meeting people like hopefully yourself, meeting internal uh, team members and suppliers, etc. So that means that their emails get done at the weekend and at night. So it's up to you how important you want to take um, your project, but Yeah, be prepared to have an email any time of the night. That leads me on to the next one where these individuals are switched on. So don't lie about products. Don't lie about what you can deliver. They know the market. They know what's going on. They have insights coming out of their ears. So they know what's going on. You need to make sure that you know what's going on and how you can help. So just don't lie. It will come back to bite you very hard and also make you lose a lot of respect. When you do meet your buyer or if you want to impress your buyer, just make sure you have samples. Always make sure you have samples. They don't want to leave with a 40-page dossier about your factory they want to leave with tasty samples they want to leave with samples that they can take home and get opinions from their family or teammates and they want to be impressed so take them a box take them a box of goodies take them a personalized box um that they can show off so always think about when you leave that meeting how is your product going to be perceived when you have gone so how long will that product of yours stay on their desk hopefully it doesn't make the bin on the way to their desk hopefully uh, they're eating it for their breakfast lunch dinner etc or they're wearing it whatever kind of category you're going into and one thing that's just come into my head now is Make sure you bring a bag or a box for the buyer to take your samples in. The most annoying thing back in the day was balancing 200 samples in your arms and it just became um, a kind of a dampener on the meeting because it just was a bit unprofessional. So always think about the start, the middle and the end and how your products are going to be perceived when you leave the meeting. Be human show emotion you are presenting a range of products that you have created because of a passion of yours so let this passion come through in when you present be emotional why did you do it 
what was the reason? What were the headaches that you came across? What have you enjoyed along your journey? Tell them funny stories. What did a factory blow up? Did a cargo ship fall over that made you delay stuff like that? Tell them all the stuff that makes you feel human and that happens along the way and the the stuff that you learn and how you are adaptable and how you can get over hurdles so that they don't happen in the future and they want they want to hear about the commercials but they also want to hear about your business as well so they need to sell it into their managers and their different departments so Give them a reason to believe why you started this and a good a good story that they can tell their teammates. So always make sure that you go back to why you started this project out and where you want to take it. Keep sending them hampers. So keep sending them samples. Keep sending them gifts uh, to a certain extent. Uh, don't be sending them jewelry uh, as a bribery. Just send them new products if they didn't like the the original ones that you presented just follow up with tastier ones better different um points of difference uh, that they stated uh, they might be looking for so always keep them in mind when you have created something in your kitchen or with a manufacturer so that you're always in their mind so you can't disappear and yeah it's it pays if i've seen a lot of uh, suppliers smaller ones that um take for example uh, a cereal buyer that i know very well a cereal uh, manufacturer that i know very well sorry um just used to send weekly boxes of cereal to the cereal buyer so that he always had cereal in the morning and lo and behold uh, the buyer kept eating the cereal and it just is then implanted in their mind when the range review uh, opens that if he's enjoying the cereal, it's just that easier step uh, and that introductory into the category a little bit more. So think about long term uh, instead of just short term wins. And yeah, it'll pay off hopefully in the long run. And the second last one is make sure you send a follow up email. After every meeting, make sure that the same night or the next day you follow up with uh, a summary of the meetings or any phone calls with the information that they are requesting and make sure you get next steps and who's going to be controlling those next steps so that you have action points so that things just don't die in the water and no one knows where things are up to. So always follow up with an email or a text message as a thank you and also just to make sure people know what is expected after the meeting. Also, the last one, the ultimate winner that I've only seen a few times, but it blows me away. And if you want a product on the shelf and you're pestering a category manager... There is one way around this. The category manager, sorry, or the buyer is pestering you. If you have a product that is promoted very well on social media or they've seen in a independent store or a uh, health store or online um, on a smaller scale and they want your product, 
they will contact you. It it blows me away when this happens because it just means that all the basically the supplier has to do is just enjoy the ride, make sure all their information is in the right place and that they can hit the timelines and they can hit the costings that the category manager wants. But if a category manager wants your product, then there's no better way than for them to be contacting you, asking you for a meeting. So always bear that in mind. Put your effort into your social media, put your effort into your Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, etc., There's a great book by Gary Vaynerchuk, who I'm a huge fan of, who wrote a book called Crushing It. And that talks so much about the importance of the platforms out there so that people can get to know your product and your brand. And before you know it, if you do a very good job on your different platforms, people will be contacting you so that they are representing your brand on a bigger scale. So always keep that in the back of your mind. It's a lot easier than you pushing your product. And uh, yeah, they're my hints and tips as to how to deal with a buyer and how to get the best from your meetings or how to get a meeting. I hope you've enjoyed them. I'd love to hear your feedback and also any other hints and tips that you may have experienced along the way. Um, I'm seeing it from both sides of the fence. And yeah, I'd love to know your feedback. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I am now off to a barbecue and go and uh, enjoy a few gin and tonics and enjoy some lovely food. Um, So I hope you guys have a great week ahead and I shall be back for episode number four very shortly. Have a great day. Bye-bye.